Welcome to the Mindful Love Podcast, the show that provides you with the knowledge and tools to develop a deeper connection with yourself and others so that you can get the love you want. I'm your host, Tabitha MacDonald. I did the hard work of finding the quickest, most effective tools to transform all areas of my life as fast as possible, and I am excited to be sharing these tools with you. Today on the Mindful Love Podcast, I am continuing the mini-sodes called the 12 Gifts to Give Yourself This Year. As we close up the holiday season, so many of us have focused on making sure everyone around us had a magical time. But did you do the same thing for yourself? Over the next 12 days, I'm going to offer you 12 transformative gifts you can give yourself to set yourself up for the magical year ahead. I'm your host, Tabitha MacDonald. And today we're delving into the profound significance of honoring and understanding our feelings. What? Oh my God, anything but that. That sounds like a not gift. That sounds like torture. That's usually what my clients say when they come to me. (laughs) This was one of the hardest gifts I have ever had to give myself. In fact, I would not have called it a gift at all. I would have called it a prison sentence. I am a social seven on the Enneagram, and before I learned how to truly feel my feelings, I thought we had two feelings, happy and happier. The problem with that is that I wasn't actually happy. I just lacked depth in my ability to feel, so I labeled everything as happy and exciting, but I really wasn't being honest with myself at all. Feeling our feelings isn't merely acknowledging their existence. It's about embracing them as messengers, signals from within that offer insights into our inner world. These emotions, whether joyous or challenging, carry invaluable information about our needs, desires, and experiences. Our feelings are the key to our intuition. Our society often encourages the suppression or avoidance of emotions, Today, we'll explore how allowing ourselves to feel without judgment or repression is a powerful act of self-compassion and empowerment. When we honor our feelings, we open the door to self-discovery. By leaning into our emotions, we gain deeper insights into our values, our triggers, and areas for personal growth. Feeling our feelings isn't synonymous with dwelling in negativity. It's about acknowledging and processing emotions to find healing and growth. It's the gateway to authentic connections with ourselves and with others. I can't tell you how many of my clients find their way to me crying uncontrollably, uncertain why they can no longer hide from their feelings. I smile, hand them a box of tissues, if they are in my office, and I reassure them that they are in the right place. You see, I was not always the emotional ninja that I am now. I suppressed most of my feelings most of my life. I put on a happy face and everything was always good. Classic seven behavior. How did I learn how to feel? That's a really long story, and I'll probably cover it in a more in more depth on a longer podcast. 
But over the past several years, to give you the mini the mini version, um, I've been on a very powerful journey of learning how to feel all of my feelings. And the amazing thing is feelings no longer have power or control over my future. I can feel all of my feelings and sit with them long enough to hear the message they have to tell me. I I often laugh at the irony that I now teach people how to feel. And I think back to when I was hired as a massage instructor. My boss hired me to teach massage at night. And I was so excited because I loved teaching. And he said, okay, great. You're going to teach kinesiology. And I laughed and I cried. And I was like, is this a joke? I was the worst kinesiology student in my class. And so for those of you who don't know what kinesiology is, it's muscles. It's like studying muscle and muscle movement. Um, I was the worst, right? Like it, I was, oh my gosh, I could not get it. I didn't understand the language that people were using. It was like it was a foreign language, which most of it was because it was in Latin. Um, and I just panicked. I was like, I don't know how to teach it the way that the other teachers do, I'm going to fail awfully. And he smiled at me and he said, that's why you will teach it the best. And then he said, those who struggled the most and then learned make the best teachers. And I guess that's why the universe thought I would make a great teacher to show people how to feel their feelings because I was the worst at it. And I always hear, who better than you, who struggled the most to feel, um, to teach others how to go through that journey and to show them that it's safe and survivable. Apparently, my old boss and the universe have the same sense of humor. But I did get a lot of great feedback from my students. And I still love teaching kinesiology. When I teach bodywork in person, I love making muscles simple. I love making kinesiology simple for people who often were like me, who didn't understand it. And I love teaching people the personalities of all the muscles and how they behave and interact and why you should fall in love with each one of them and what their personalities are. And I guess I'm kind of the same way with emotions now. It's like, they're not so scary once you understand them and once you listen to them. And once you realize they're not out to get you, they're there to teach you something or to help you grow. Here's the perfect example. And I'm going to like walk you through a process right now. So you have a tool to learn how to feel. It was right around Christmas this year, 2023. And I was already kind of emotionally taxed because this time of year can be stressful anyways. And I had some bad experiences with my family. Um, And my um, son has been struggling with acne. He's 15. He should be struggling with acne. It's normal. And so one of my clients had told me about this like great naturopath that was near the office. And when I called to make an appointment for him, they didn't take my insurance. And that's okay because I don't have great insurance. I do that on purpose so that I can go see who I want to go see. So I'm not wasting money on premiums and I can go see alternative healthcare practitioners whenever I want. So um, to me, it's like, okay, great. I don't really care about that. I'll pay out of pocket. And so I had arranged with the office. I got in right away to go see this person who usually takes quite a while to get into. And we go in there and um, she gives him a great plan. And I feel very confident that this is going to help him um, with the the acne. And um, and I we reiterated, I don't 
you know, I'm not working with insurance here. My insurance doesn't work with you guys. So I'm paying out of pocket for everything. They said, no problem, no problem. We'll send the prescription over. You can go get it. So a couple of days go by and I'm like, hey, where's that prescription? Why isn't any of this coming through? And I call the office back and they say to me, um, you have insurance that we don't work with. And I said, yeah, no, duh. Um, we talked about that. Okay. I didn't say that because I'm not a rude person, but I didn't, I, that's what I was thinking in my head. And then I was like, no, I am aware of that. But like, I had this conversation with you beforehand. I had this conversation in the office. Like, I didn't think this was going to be a problem. And then they started spouting off law and all of this other stuff about why I couldn't have a prescription for my son that I paid for. And I was thinking, now I'm getting mad, right? Because I work in healthcare. Like I, I, I'm a healthcare worker. I'm a body worker. I treat chronic pain and injuries. And I was getting more and more angry and I was feeling powerless. Like, why did you take advantage of me and invite me in and take my money and tell me you could do this thing that you're not doing? And now I'm getting angrier and then I'm feeling frustrated. And then I go on to a random rant about the healthcare system and how it's so broken and how it's against you. And this is why I don't go to doctors. And I'm like, now I'm spiraling. Now I'm pissed, right? Because now I've worked myself up into this like, major state of anger. And when I get angry, I start crying and then I feel powerless. And so here I go, I'm on this spiral. And then my roommate says to me, where are you giving your power? And I said, to the healthcare system, it's horrible. Like it's, it's against the people. And then I'm crying and I'm angry and I can't make any decisions. And I, I just want this stupid medicine for my son. And so I went on the stairs because that's where I like to go sit and process my feelings. And I thought, okay, if I if I could just use the tools that I teach, I took a deep breath into my belly. So you breathe in through your nose and I breathed into it. And I said it while I was breathing, like the healthcare system is against me. And then you take a deep breath. And what am I making that mean? And what I was making it mean was that I'm a terrible mom that can't even afford to get my kid proper health insurance. And once I said that out loud, it started to decrease and I breathed into that. And the anger turned to sadness. And then I said, What am I making? that mean about me? And I said that I'm a terrible mother. That I'm a terrible mother, just like my mom was a terrible mother to me. And I breathed that in. And then I said, and what are you making that mean about you? That I failed and I'm actually just like my mom. Ooh, that one stung. And you breathe in. And then I said, and what are you making that mean? That I can't take care of my kids the way that they deserve to be taken care of, and they deserved a much better mother than I am. And what is that feeling? And really, it was old shame. And so you breathe in and you name it like Harry Potter named Voldemort. I'm feeling ashamed that I can't provide my kids with the things that other people give their kids because I'm a single mom. 
And then I breathe that in. And I just sit with it. That's an, a deep feeling. That one hurts. And then knowing that pride is the antidote to shame, I thought, what could I think instead of that right now? I could think that I am proud of how hard I have worked to provide for my children and how I have given them an abundant life in many, many ways. And I'm proud of that. And I could breathe that in. I'm proud of what I have given them. And I'm proud of how I always find a way to take care of my kids and their needs. I always find a way. Because I always see in the end result of making sure that they have what they need. And then I kept thinking, what else could I think? I'm proud of the mother that I am. I'm proud of the mother that I am. I'm emotionally available to my kids. We can have deep, meaningful conversations about their lives, and I see them for who they are, not who I want them to be. And I don't always parent in the norm, but I definitely parent to their souls. Like I I understand their soul's path and why they picked me, and I'm proud of the mother that I am. And then I just said, I surrender this challenge to the universe and ask for help. And as I sat there and I just allowed all of that to process, I just heard, call your insurance, ask for a doctor, and then just keep calling. And then I finally kept calling, kept calling. I couldn't get any appointments. And then I finally got this vision of an urgent care. And I called the urgent care. They saw my son within an hour. I started crying and told the doctor exactly the experience I had. And she goes, oh, I can treat acne. Let me know exactly what the prescription is. I'll have it sent over to the drugstore and you'll have it today. And I just started crying and thanking her. And I I was so grateful. And here, here's the thing. When I was in powerlessness, the healthcare system is against me and I was angry. I was really covering up the emotion that was underneath it, that was driving it. The emotion that was driving it was shame. It was shame. And part of it was triggered by the way that the woman on the phone was talking to me from the doctor's office. Like she was talking really down to me. Like, oh, you know, we don't take your insurance. Like it's beneath us. And I was like, um, clearly I made that clear before we came in. That's why I said it. So she was triggering me into shame, like poverty shame, right? Like I didn't belong there that like I couldn't afford them because I couldn't afford the insurance that they work with. And, uh, you know, it just, it set off this whole series of powerlessness and shame. And when I'm in that state, I don't do anything. I freeze, I freeze or I fight, right? So what happened in that moment was I learned that I can sit with that intensity of the emotion once I got down to the 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 root because it wasn't anger because anger is not an emotion that I usually walk around with. Um, once I got to the root and the root was shame, I sat with the shame. I breathed into it. I allowed it to be there. Listened to what it said, and then I said, "Yeah, but I've, I'm actually really proud of how I've parented my kids." I'm actually really proud of the parent that I am to my children. 
And I'm really proud of the relationship that we have. And it all worked out fine. Once I stepped into the emotion that I wanted to experience, which was pride, then I started coming up with all of these creative ideas on how to solve the problem, how to get what I wanted. And I just kept going back into the end result where I just saw my son getting the medicine that he needed for his acne, being happy, feeling loved, that his skin was clear and that everything was taken care of and that he felt loved and he felt taken care of by me and that I got to feel like I was taking care of him. And when I was in the experience that I wanted to have, the answer became easy, but it became easy because I allowed myself to experience the feeling first, the negative feeling. I allowed myself to sit with it because I knew it wouldn't kill me. Now, that takes some time and it takes some practice. Um, That's one way that you can do it. You just sit with it really quick and ask it what it needs and think about the feeling. And then you just keep asking yourself, and what am I making this mean about me? And what am I making this mean about me? And what am I making this mean about me? And then until you get to the root feeling, and then you breathe into it. And sometimes I'll say, how old is the youngest version of me that's trapped in shame? And then a lot of the time it'll be five um, or four. And I don't necessarily have the memory attached to where that feeling was anchored into my system. But I do know where in my body it was anchored. And so once I kind of breathe into it, you you can just send that younger version of yourself love and light and say, you know, like, I love you. I'm sorry that you had an experience that created shame for you. I'm, you know, 48 years old now. It's 2023. And I really want to help my son get the medicine that he needs. So what do you need? so that I can step back into pride. And that's another way of doing inner child work on the fly. So hopefully this was helpful to you. Um, I do have a whole program designed to help you learn to feel your feelings. Uh, And I know that sounds like a strange kind of program, but it's Soma Tribe. It's part of Soma Tribe, um, which is my monthly membership program. And a big part of what we do in that program is teach intuition. Um, But that requires us to learn how to feel our feelings. And because so many of us are dissociated from our feelings, we it's like a skill that we have to learn later in life. And so um, it's harder if you don't know that there's help out there to help you learn how to feel. And I'm here to tell you that there is a lot of help. You could see, you know, a therapist can help you learn. A, a coach can help you learn. Um, your friends can help you learn if they're if they're if they're emotionally resilient and you know a little bit further ahead of you. Um, and you know, you can read books. There's all kinds of tools out there that are available to help you learn how to feel your feelings. Um, it just takes a little bit of courage. I wouldn't say a little bit. It takes a lot of courage and awareness that that you can. And on the other side of learning to feel your feelings is freedom. And I don't even know how to explain to you the immense freedom that I feel now, that I know how to feel my feelings, that I can say to people when I'm feeling crappy and they say to me like, oh, let's, you know, you should cheer up. And I'm like, oh, hold on a second. I worked really hard to feel all of my feelings. I know everyone's better when I'm happy. It doesn't take me that long. I'm just going to go process through this negative emotion. Give me like two minutes. 
and I'll be back or maybe five, depending on how big the emotion is. Um, and, you know, thank you for your love and support. But I worked really hard to feel all of them, including the crappy ones. And so I just need a minute. And you know what? People are okay with that. And if they're not, then you know what? Maybe they need to learn how to feel their feelings. So thank you for joining us on the Mindful Love podcast today. Gift number two is to embrace the gift of feeling your feelings. Allow them to guide you on your journey towards self-understanding and emotional wellness. Join us in our next episode as we delve deeper into the transformative power of emotional awareness. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with someone who may need to hear it. Please subscribe to this podcast and take a moment to leave a review. If you or somebody you know is struggling with heartbreak, please visit my website, mindfullove.love and subscribe to my newsletter. You will also receive a free meditation pack to help you move through the pain faster. If you want to go deeper, my Heartbreak 911 program is launching on December 6, 2023. This is an intensive 21-day course designed to help you move through the pain of heartbreak as fast as possible for you. You will receive live coaching, valuable course content, and support from people going through a similar experience. You can go directly to that program by visiting heartbreak911.com to sign up today. You will receive early access to a powerful morning routine, breathwork exercises, and meditations to get you started on your journey. Mm -hmm.